Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I am the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching, and I am the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. Today is Fridays with Fernie, and I'd love to welcome my daughter, Fernie, to the podcast. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great, too. What's up? What's new? What's happening? It's really nice to be in Montreal. Um, summer is, I mean, hasn't started quite yet, but it feels like it's in full swing. There's so much to do in this city, and I'm really happy to be back. Good. Well, we are happy to have you back in Canada, uh, back where there is running water and a great toilet for you to use with unlimited toilet paper. Wow. So welcome back. Um, I'm spoiled. Right. You're so spoiled. Uh, you know, every time we travel and we come back and I get into my shower, I tell Alan, you know, we have the best, best shower in the world. Nobody has a shower as good as us. But, you know, it's important to uh, count your blessings because sometimes we just forget what they are. Absolutely. All right. What do you want to talk about today? All right. So today we have a case study of sorts, but it's a bit more general. So there's the type of person that is a really good listener. Great at listening, super interested in what other people have to say. So someone tells them a story and they're genuinely curious and engaged in that conversation. And this person loves listening and is very good at it and is really genuinely interested in what others have to say. But they feel like while they are constantly interested, nobody is as interested as they are in their stories. Um, So when this person speaks, they feel like they aren't getting the same engagement as they give off. Um, And it's kind of exhausting because they feel like they are putting in a lot of effort and aren't getting the same energy back. So what do they do? Yeah, you know, it's it's a very good question because in a way I can relate to this particular person. Uh, I'm, I'm a sure. coach. I'm a coach. I do a lot of listening. I am genuinely fascinated and interested in people's experiences, in their stories, in their histories, in in how they feel and how they view the world. Absolutely, like fascinated. I'm drawn to that. And I don't find that the world is drawn in the same way, right? But, you know, in a way, you're interested in plants, some kind of special plant called heliconia. And most of the world isn't drawn the same way, right? Like, we've never even heard of that plant before. It's a unique plant. Most of us aren't, uh, aren't drawn to the same extent as you are. We might say, oh, that's interesting, tell us a little bit about it, but we don't really want to get into the science and background of the plants that you are studying. So, so what do we do when there's no one to talk to about the very thing that we're super passionate about? Right. Um, And so number one is, do we get mad at people around us because they're not as good at listening as we are? Not mad, but perhaps disappointed. What does that do for us? makes us upset it leaves us disappointed it leaves us with a feeling of disconnection from the people who love us even though they're not as good at listening as we are 
right? Does it, does it increase our connection, the very thing we're looking for, or does it decrease our connection? It ultimately decreases our connection. And what we're doing is we're, we're, we're seeing them in a way that says you fall short, right? So how does that serve us? How does it serve them? How does it create the connection we're looking for? It doesn't. And so one of the things that I think is an important kind of all around lesson in life is that I think it's not a good idea to expect people to serve your every need. So if let's say you're married to someone, can they be your everything? I don't think it's necessarily wise to expect (laughs) them to be your everything. And I think it's very important to notice their strengths and their contributions and and the ways in which they do show up for you and the ways in which they do love you. And be okay that in some cases, they're not as strong in all aspects. And if you do need to go and talk to someone, look elsewhere. So is it true that there's nobody in the world who's a good listener? It's not true. There are some people in some corners of the world that are (laughs) just as fascinated with your subjects as you are. It is true that there are people who have different skill sets. And I think it's important for us to tap into other people with those other skill sets to feel a sense of fulfillment. So where do you go to find this person that's really good at listening? Uh, You know, you can look to other people. So for example, there's a coach for me, there's a coaching community, other coaches friend of mine coaches are amazing at listening. That's what they do. They're just as good, maybe even better than me. And so it's great to connect with people who have the same passions as you do. But then also, you know what, sometimes you just need to tap into someone who um, is a person who can help you when you need it. So I always have a coach in my in my life, someone I hire to coach me, where I can talk to that person and work out some of the kinks in my thinking. Uh, everybody needs it. I do too. And so I think it's, it's okay to do that as well. It's also okay to do the following, by the way. It's okay to tell the person that you want to listen to you, right? It's okay to say, hey, I have some things on my mind. Will you just listen? Mm. I'm not looking for feedback. I'm not looking for advice. I'm not looking for guidance. I just need you to hear me out. Yeah. It's tough, I think, for people to ask sometimes for that. It is tough, but I will say this. Like, there is no relationship where a person doesn't want to uh, be a good friend or a good partner or a good lover or a good spouse or a good mother, daughter, whatever it is, right? So more than anything, what I want is for the people in my life to say, wow, you know, you were really great for me. And so if you can guide me and tell me how to be great for you so that at the end of the day, we both walk away really happy it's a win-win. But oftentimes, people aren't given any type of idea about how to be great for another person. 
And so the other thing we don't do is provide feedback to the people we love. And so uh, let me take Alan as an example. My husband, it's important for him, me to give him feedback. I really appreciated the conversation we had. I really appreciated how you listened and heard me out. I really appreciated how you let me say everything that was on my mind before you told me what you thought about it. Right. So what that does is he learns how to win in this relationship and everybody wants winning relationships. So teach people, teach people how to win with you. (laughs) Tell them what you appreciate. Tell them what you appreciate. Tell them what went well. Snap the picture when it looks good, right? You know how you pose for a picture, but then, (laughs) you know, you want to get it when a person is smiling and at their best. And what you want to do is you want to capture the moments where other people are at their best for you. Mm, And highlight it so they can repeat. Exactly. Highlight it because... They want to be at their best for you as often as possible. They like when you appreciate them and just we're not teaching people how to do that effectively, are we? Yeah. It's tough. You're good at that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> See? In fact, that's something that you taught me is to say, "Thank you. I appreciate that." <laughs> yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important to tell people Um, because like you said, people like being appreciated. I mean, everybody does. And if you like what they're doing, then, and you highlight that they can do it again and you both win. Right. And I'll give you a small example in your own world. When your boyfriend makes you lunch, you are so appreciative. You're so grateful. And you always say, he's so good to me. And he (laughs) hears you say that. And what does he do? He makes you lunch the next day because he likes (laughs) that feeling of appreciation and he knows how to win. And so we need to teach people how to win with us. Yeah. Super important. I think everybody loves having lunch made for them. (laughs) Not everybody, but I think it's just genetic. Just the, the, just it's our lineage, you know, for us. Who doesn't love food? You know, some people aren't as crazy about food as we are. It's just some kind of obsession we have. I don't know. uh, That'll be a topic for another day. The obsession we have with food. Uh, (laughs) But does that answer your question about how to, how to help people listen to you when you need it? I think so. Um, I, so from what I gathered, um, you have to find the specific people for specific tasks. So if you like talking about plants, go look for your plant community and even an academic community um, if that's the case for you and it, as it is for me. And, you know, not everyone's going to be great at everything. And then the other key is to really appreciate people when they do the right things um, because then they'll do more of that. And I guess the last thing is, uh, you know, sometimes you can just ask for that if that's what you need um, because people want to help you, um, especially those that really care about you. You encapsulated that perfectly. Good Amazing. job. Thank you. And thank you for your insight. Thank you for bringing this question to the table today. For those of you who are listening, if you have a question or a topic that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, please reach out to us. Please I do. can be found at Kim at frame of mind coaching.com. Fernie, how do people find you? 
please email me. So that's Fernie Cotliar, F-E-R-N-E-K-O-T-L-Y-R at live.com. And we will see you next time. Please like, please share. Please give us your feedback. We are dying to hear from you. We'll see you later. (laughs) Bye.